0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first ever edition of On the Glass via a podcast. I thank you guys for joining me here today. And along with the YouTube channel, I hope we can make both of these channels take off. If you are new to the channel, my name is Brandon Abels and I am your host Of On the Glass. Here we will talk about all things sports, but we will have a special emphasis on the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is why we are here today is to talk about the game that was yesterday at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville, Florida, against the Miami Dolphins on national television Thursday night football. The Jaguars were, for the first time this season, a favorite going into this game. I believe at kickoff, it was down to uh, Jacksonville giving the Dolphins two and a half points. And I felt pretty comfortable with that number. I definitely thought going into the game that Jacksonville was the better team on paper. And I believed based on the performances that we had seen against Indianapolis and Tennessee for Jacksonville, as opposed to the performances that we've seen against New England and Buffalo for Miami, that Jacksonville was by far the better team on paper. And I was about 70% confident heading into last night's game against the Dolphins. And then the game happened. Look, the Jacksonville Jaguars are not built to come from 14 points down, especially in the first quarter. As soon as Miami scored that second touchdown in the opening quarter, I was very nervous about the outcome of that game. Miami had a good game plan going in. Going into the game against Jacksonville, they had been a primarily pass-oriented football team and not running the ball that much. But last night, what we saw was they got early success from the running game, and they never really went away from that. They were, they were a rush-heavy football team last night. And honestly... Uh, Jacksonville had no answer for their running game. Um, they, They were seemingly doing whatever they wanted when it came to running the football last night. And then when Fitzpatrick did throw, it was the same thing that we have seen from the Jaguars all season long so far on defense, and that is that weak zone where they lay back, they don't press receivers, they give them a eight to 10 yard cushion and let them run free all over the field. and there was, I guess, some busted uh, coverage last night from the Jaguars, but it's kind of hard to tell because that defense is so soft, And they were not generating a pass rush again and And for the third game in the row now, that that is definitely a concern moving forward for the Jacksonville Jaguars. On the offensive side of the football, it was by far the worst performance of the season thus far for the Jags. Minshew could not get anything going. And I've seen people on Facebook talking about how Minshew magic is not real, how he's a bust, how he will never be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. And you need to pump your brakes on that. You really, really do. You need to stop and look at the whole picture and the picture in totality before you make any claims like that. Look, I understand everybody's aggravated and, and upset. I understand that. And we have every right as fans of the Jaguars to be upset based on that performance last night. But if you are solely wanting to place this on the uh, shoulders of the quarterback of Gardner Minshew you are wrong you're wrong Gardner Minshew did the best that he could last night the Dolphins were generating a pass rush without blitzing they were only sending four majority of the time and they were generating a good pass rush last night and then on third downs when they were blitzing good lord It seemed like as soon as Minshew got the football, there was a man in his face. There was guys running unblocked to the quarterback all night long last night. All night long. And when you're without Brandon Linder and then Cam Robinson getting ejected, two-fifths of your starting offensive line are not there. Two-fifths. So you've got backup guys coming in and playing, and one of the back, both of the backup guys were playing an important, crucial roles on the offensive line. Once Robinson got injected, you had a backup left tackle come in, and then with Linder being out, you've got a backup center coming in. Both are very critical, very crucial roles in successes of offenses, especially the center in this particular case, because the center comes up, he he calls for coverages and blocking schemes based on what the defense is presenting. And if and if your center cannot recognize what the defense is doing, which was obvious last night that there was a couple of more than a couple occasions that the center should have went into a different blocking package and he did not do that, thus leading to wide open guys running right to Minshew Minshew did the best that he could last night given the circumstances he was without his favorite target in DJ Chark, he he was ruled out right before kickoff basically and two-fifths of a starting offensive line were gone the man did all that he could based on the circumstances that were presented to him You have got to give Minshew some slack in this game. Now, if this becomes a trend in the games going forward, then, yes, I will agree with you that maybe that we should start looking at, at Minshew. But as of right now, the man has played an incredible season thus far. I know we're only three games in. But so far, he's played a pretty, had a pretty good season. And for everybody to automatically jump on him trying to put last night's loss on him is ridiculous. That was a complete failure from the defense. And it was a cataclysmic failure from the offense based on what we have seen. Now, I will give credit where credit is due. James Robinson had another nice game. He is doing well. And if you take into consideration that he is an undrafted free agent... From a no-name college, it is extraordinary what he is doing on this football team. Keelan Cole had a nice game, and I'm not even going to talk about Conley. Conley. Conley was hot hands from Little Giants last night. He couldn't catch a cold running naked through Antarctica last night. It was ridiculous, the drops that he had. And then you had the one play where Conley was wide open by himself that Minshew overthrew him. But, again, Minshew had pressure coming up from the middle of the line right into his face. He could not step into that throw, and he overthrew the receiver. Look, last night night was bad. There is not many positive takeaways from that game last night at all. And last night was bad. It was a complete failure. I did not like the play calling. I did not like the execution of the plays that were called. Last night reminded you of the days of the Jacksonville Jaguars where they'd only win two games a year. Do I think that's what's going to happen this year? Absolutely not. I still think right now that they are playing for – at least second place in the AFC South. Their record overall is one and two, but they're one and one in the division. And right now, this team should be absolutely focused on on winning that division. You still got to play the Texans twice, which have not shown me anything in this season so far. And you got the Colts and Titans one more time. So, everybody just needs to relax, take a breath, take a step back, enjoy the games this weekend, and move on from this. We got to go to Cincinnati next weekend. And to me, that is that is a scary game, but we'll get into that with previews and all that kind of thing uh, early next week. But jaguar fans pump your brakes pump your brakes take a breath it's all going to be okay this team is talented this team is a good team we did suffer another pretty big blow last night for the season leon jacobs is out he tore his acl last night so that kind of hurts We're already thin at linebacker, and then Jacobs goes out in the third game of the season. That's not looking too promising. But it's next man up, next man up. And if need be, hopefully they can go out in the free agent market and pick somebody up. But right now, cooler heads need to prevail. Stop. Immediately placing blame on Gardner Minshew for that loss last night. He played a part, I will give you that. But he was not the sole reason that the Jacksonville Jaguars lost last night. What I will agree with the majority of the Jaguar fans on is that Todd Wash has to go. Has to. Todd Wash is awful. How. That defense was so good in 2017 is beyond me. The only thing that I can think of is that they were just so talented on the defensive side of the football in 2017 with Jackson Campbell, Pazosny, Jack, Ramsey, Church, uh, Gibson, and the list goes on. They were just so mega talented on the defensive side of the football in 2017 that poor coaching and poor schemes were covered up by the talent that was on that defense. And now we don't have such great talent on the defensive side of the football, and we haven't for the last two seasons that it's being exposed. In order for the Todd Wash scheme to work, you have to have an extraordinary pass rush like we did in 2017. And right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars have little to no semblance of a pass rush going. It's on the other three defensive linemen in my opinion. Josh Allen is doing all he can with the double teams and triple teams that he is seeing from offensive lines. It's on the other guys to step up and to get better pressure on the quarterback and force the quarterback into worse decisions that they are making currently. Because when you give up the plays to Fitzpatrick and Tannehill that they have given up the past two weeks, there is alarm bells going off and red flags going up all over the place. That should not be happening. And something else that should not be happening is Brian Fitzpatrick should not be scrambling for 12 to 15 yards against the defense. That should not be happening. Ryan Fitzpatrick cannot run the football. If, if we're giving up those kinds of yards to Ryan Fitzpatrick, what's going to be happening when we see Lamar Jackson layered in the year? That's going to be scary. For that matter, what's going to be happening when you see Joe Burrow next week? Because Joe Burrow is a capable, capable scrambler as well. So what's going to happen then? Todd Walsh needs to go. Or he needs to completely change this scheme up. One, one of two things need to happen. And he has shown no willingness to change what he does on defense. I don't think that man can adjust to the talent that he has or the lack thereof. But last night in the bank, the bank, the bank got robbed. That's what happened. And it's one game. There's still 13 more to go. The Jacksonville Jaguars definitely have a chance to make some noise. They have... They have the talent on the offensive side of the football. Need to get Linder healthy. Hopefully Robinson faces no suspension. And we got to get DJ Chark and Josh Lambeau uh, healthy as well. If those things are done and and we stay healthy the remainder of the season, then I feel comfortable with where this team is at. I do. You may call me crazy, but I believe – that this team is talented enough on the offensive side of the football to be able to compete. we got to fine-tune the defense. And if they do that, they will be okay. So, that is the first episode of On the Glass via a podcast. Tell me what you thought. Uh, I believe this is going to be available on all of your podcast channels, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts from. Like I do with my YouTube channel, I would like to invite you guys to check out my sponsors. If you're in the market for some new sunglasses, be sure to check out ShadyRays.com. Quality, affordable sunglasses, and they have a free lifetime warranty. If you ever lose a pair, if you ever break a pair, hit them up, tell them what happened, and they'll send you a new pair right away. If you're in the market for some new Jacksonville Jaguar gear, before you go to one of the big boys, be sure to go over to Jacksonville Beach and check out SportsMania. They're online as well. I believe the website is sportsmaniausa.com. Phenomenal people, phenomenal selection. Give those guys a look. You will not be disappointed. Every time I'm in Jacksonville, I check out Sportsmania. Be sure to check them out. And if you are in the market for some for some high quality affordable baby supplies be sure to check out J- Baby. that's j-e-a-baby.com high quality baby items at affordable prices but for now thank you for listening to this episode of on the glass and we will see you next time